Hi everybody and welcome to the 5 Bytes Podcast. I'm your host Rory Monahan. In the news this week, VMware announced VMware Workspace ONE Send. Send will allow customers to integrate VMware Boxer and Office 365 apps managed by Intune to provide a seamless experience for users across ecosystems. Today, Workspace ONE Send acts as a bridge to connect Boxer to apps like Word, Excel, and PowerPoint to quickly and securely pass files back and forth while respecting Intune's DLP policies. By integrating with Office 365 apps, it's claimed IT can deliver a more compelling, consistent, and secure experience for opening, saving, editing, and sharing files across Workspace ONE productivity apps and Office 365. The GIF animation in this article and the timing of the announcement are very interesting. The announcement was just at the tail end of Citrix Synergy where during the keynote, Citrix showcases Citrix Workspace apps, which highlighted seamless integration between apps on multiple platforms, including those SaaS Office 365 applications. In this GIF within the article, it shows a very similar seamless workflow experience which was demonstrated during that keynote speech. So I'm sure the timing isn't a coincidence. In other news, Malware Tech Blog, the man who stopped WannaCry by registering a domain which was the kill switch for the ransomware, had a day in court this week. There were some very interesting revelations. It has been reported that two agents arrested him at the airport as he was about to take a drink of what was coke, but they feared it was alcohol and tried to make the arrest before he possibly became intoxicated. The two agents were questioned on the arrest and it seems they gave some conflicting information in regards to when he was read his Miranda rights. It's possible they also didn't explain differences between the US and UK rights. The defendant claims he believed he was being arrested in relation to WannaCry, when in actual fact it was related to Kronos. The defendant claims he wasn't aware of this, but one of the agents has said that WannaCry only came up at the end of their interview. The agent claims the defendant should have known the interview was about Kronos. Also, despite their best efforts to avoid arresting him while intoxicated, because I guess that does matter. The defendant claims he had been partying for four nights at an InfoSec conference and was high at the time of arrest. Reports suggested the conflicting accounts from the arresting agents and issues with reading him his rights may strike out the agents from any possible future trial, and at which point that may mean the case won't be able to go to trial at all. I'll cover this more as it goes, and if you follow Malware Tech Blog on Twitter, you'll see he's still in Los Angeles, unable to work and being supported by donations, and he's having his highs and his lows whilst his fate hangs in the balance. It turns out my previous reports on other earlier episodes of the podcast about the death of app data redirection as of Windows 10 version 1803 were greatly exaggerated. This week we learned this lack of a feature was in fact a bug and a hotfix to restore it will soon be available. Something not mentioned on last week's episode is that the next version of the Citrix delivery controller and director will be compatible with Windows Server Core, helping you reduce your server footprint for your Citrix infrastructure. As pointed out by Dane Young this week, Server 2019 now provides the battery status and power indicator icons through RDP sessions. No more working in a virtual session not realizing your battery is draining quickly and you're about to lose your session and data. 
Nvidia Grid 6.1 drivers were released and are now available from the Nvidia portal. Release notes suggest there are many fixes included as well as easier configuration options for Zen Server Zen Motion. For all of you VMware people out there, there was an updated release of a Chrome extension which brings a dark vCenter theme called Dark vCenter by BarryJew.org. I'll provide a link in the YouTube description and also uh, on my site as I do for every episode. Ron Oglesby of Citrix tweeted about a layer disk cache size setting in the Citrix app layering vCenter connector, which when left in the optional default setting state has an impact on performance, making layer creation agonizingly slow. If you're having issues with significant slowness with app layering and you use vSphere, you'll want to check out the YouTube version of this episode or find the links on rorymon.com for episode 20 to find the setting that you'll need to change. This week, Avi Prasa, the Microsoft Program Manager for SCCM, spoke at the great MMS conference in Minneapolis. He shared some really interesting figures related to the product, such as SCCM currently has over 150 million installed nodes. The largest SCCM customer has more than 750,000 seats. SCCM is half C++ code and half C sharp, and the compile and build time for a full release of the product is four hours. I thought that was really interesting, so I figured some of you might find it interesting too. It's such a widely used massive product. And speaking of the wonderful MMS conference, which was just held this past week in Minnesota, as luck would have it, they've just announced they will be holding a second MMS event this year in my own backyard of Phoenix, Arizona. The event will be held in December when the weather is perfect. It's being held in the Phoenician, which is one of the top hotels in the valley. Presidents have frequented it and the restaurants are incredible. MMS was one of the best organized conferences I've had the pleasure of attending. I definitely recommend you check it out if you spend your days in enterprise IT working on Windows deployments, application deployments, patching, and etc. And now for this week's hot job. This week is more generalized but also somewhat specialized, if that makes any sense. This is courtesy of girlsintech.org. They've got a job postings on their site from various different companies. They essentially provide their site as a platform for these companies to put their job postings in order to attract top techie female talent. So for any female techies out there who may be interested in new opportunities, you should really check this out. It has a wide range of different job opportunities. And now for this week's scripts, tricks, and tips. In keeping with the MMS config man application packaging application deployment Windows deployment theme this week's is a pretty nifty tool which is shared on github it's called the SCCM application packager which is a PowerShell script that could be used to create applications in SCCM it takes care of downloading packaging distributing and deploying the applications on the github repository in the disabled folder it's got a list of different application recipes which are already pre-built and can be used. The goal is to be able to package any frequently updated applications with little to no work after just creating the recipe. It's a very automated repeatable process. So for example, one that caught my eyes, the Citrix receiver, also Google Chrome, Firefox, Slack, and many others that get updated quite frequently. 
So now you can just automate the creation of the new packages. You don't even have to go download it. The script will do it for you. So it's really cool. As stated already, I'll provide links referenced in this episode on 5bytespodcast.com and also in the YouTube description for this episode. As always, thank you very much for listening.